Dude, you should review movies. Oh my god, yes! Okay, I've got a couple, so... Movie review! Alright, this is a unique version of Six Pack Cinema. We are sans Jimmy today. Because, as we found out in Thor, Jimmy does not like anything that's supernatural or fun. So just me I think it's just the fun. He he looks for movies to be way too serious. And, like, I love serious movies, but I can also enjoy turning my brain off for a second. Yeah, but, I mean, it's fine. I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Fine. But, I mean, we don't want him muddying our waters of fanboy, you know? <laughs> exactly. For those of you uh, who... Because we're going we're gonna to be talking about some weird shit today with, with Star Wars. That we are. And with that, let's hop into our snap impressions. Sheehan, what did you think of it? Um, I'll tell you what I felt when I was walking out of the theater. I was a puddle of just emotions. I don't know why. I, I couldn't figure out why I was so, like, weird. Like, I opened up my... My phone during the credits because the the house lights didn't come on, so I was like, oh maybe there's like a scene afterwards. So I opened my phone up and I saw this guy I know his grandfather died, passed away on Facebook, and I don't remember the guy. I I'm not really super friends with this guy, um, and I almost like started crying. I was like, that's so sad. I was just <laughs> my my emotions were like completely at their wits end, and I couldn't couldn't figure out completely why until much later on I, after a few hours i kind of like settled in let it all sunk together you know um snap impression good i'll sum all it right. up there just good you <laughs> so i um i was similar like i was just emotionally afraid by the time i like walked out but i feel like that's anytime a new star wars comes out it's just i grew up loving the series it's an emotional experience for me every time i get goosebumps the second that music comes in and the like the crawl starts coming up i just got goosebumps talking about it again yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm always like that but walking out my gut check was that i really loved it but then the more i thought about the movie it came down a little bit and i agree with you it's good i do have some problems with it not the problems that i see a lot of the fanboys online have just some story structure stuff really but overall i I, I have i enjoyed it more oh sorry Sorry, I have I haven't really read into the into what people disliked about it. What they what think are, it like broke some of like we'll get into it when we talk about negatives because okay. I'll bring it up on their point. Okay, but I'll I'll say I enjoyed this more like as a movie I enjoyed it more than the Force Awakens because I watched that, that I think I it was a crazy experience because Star Wars came back for the first time in ten years. Mm-hmm. So if you take that part out just as a film, because I rewatched Force Awakens earlier this week to get ready for this, I enjoyed this movie more than that. Really? Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I thought I thought I I, I thought I loved the Force Awakens, but then I saw it again this week and I was like, yeah, maybe not so good. Oh, I I still think it's it's better than any of the prequels. Okay. Well, and that, that's, that's what I thought. Well, coming much. out the pre- of it, yeah, the prequels sucked. Fair, but like coming out of it, even when it when I first saw the force awakens, I was like, I really enjoyed that, but it's still not as good as any of the original series. I, I think, the, I, the, I think this one is tied for third place with me. Okay. I, I think the, I think the force awakens got the benefit of nostalgia. Yeah. Cause I remember sitting in the theater, like, Oh my God, millennium Falcon and X wings and tie fighters. Oh, this is so cool. I just, <laughs> it, that, that's what got me the most out of that. But anyways, um, the more I thought about it, can we, can we just talk about what we didn't like? Yeah, all right. Yeah, let's hop into our dislikes, and then we'll go to our likes, because I like to end on a positive note, note for that. Yeah, because we both agree we liked it. Yeah. But we're going to be nitpicky right. here, and what, what stands out to me is the most frustrating thing. The thing, the more I think about it, the more angry I get. 
Leia's dead. Carrie Fisher, she's dead. She's not coming back. Yes. In real and there life. Were, there was three, I counted them, three opportunities where they could have gracefully written out her character. Just cut her. And it would have made perfect sense, and it wouldn't have felt like they were like doing something weird because she died. She was and they dead didn't. in the water, and they brought her back. Yeah. It was and then, like, it, She could have been the one at the end to do the kamikaze trip, and not Lord, and then you have Laura Dern's character for the next one. Excellent point. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. It's, it's they literally had every opportunity because what what benefit did they have to have her at the end? Not like uh, apparently she was going to be in the next one and there was going to be like a very emotional scene with her and Kylo and she's been th- dead for a year. Well, yes, but no, they, she had filmed she had filmed everything beforehand and I actually after the trailers ended before the movie started there was a title card that came up that said none of Carrie Fisher's scenes have been altered in any way in mm-hmm. memory of her. So I can, I'm, I understand, but I feel like you write the character off in a better way then. Because now I feel like they, they're going to do a time jump, because this is the only Star Wars movie that didn't do a time jump. Yep. And then in the opening crawl, it's going to be like, General Leo Organa has passed away in a battle or something like that. No, I think the next one will open with her funeral. Probably. Because, I mean, that's the only way, because they already said they, they're not going to CGI her. Yeah, which, is, which is the right way to do it, but I mean... It's so yeah. easy to just take advantage of a rewrite. I mean, uh, all the money in the world, they they rewrote the whole freaking thing to, to get uh, Kevin Spacey out. No, they reshot the whole thing. They Kevin reshot Spacey it, out. yeah. I think it's easy when you have a year before release date to rework it to something something a little bit more tidy. You know, give it yeah. a tidy ending, a little bow, a bow tie on it. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that so here. Th- that, was, that was one of my biggest things. Um, I'll, I'll say my... Biggest thing with the whole plot, though, was Laura Dern's character. If she didn't decide she wanted to teach Poe a lesson and not tell him about the plan, Finn and Rose never leave and all the rebels live and their escape plan works. Yep. And, like, yep. I like the twist. I like the twist on the the uh, concept of, like, a hero who shouldn't be able to do anything goes off and uh, somehow saves the day. I like that it failed. But they needed to have a better reason than just miscommunication between Laura Dern and Poe. Yep. Another excellent point. Because <laughs> I, 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 I knew I did not like the whole um, casino planet thing. No, and I hate Rose. She's the, wor- she's the worst Rose. character to me. Fuck Rose. And, like, I, I Finn was my favorite character in The Force Awakens. I didn't like him that much in this. But I thought... If he goes out on that last run as a hero, it completes his two-movie arc of, like, going from a coward who deserted the First Order to not really wanting to be a part of the Resistance, but only there because Rey was dragging him along, to dying to save his friends because he believes in the Resistance. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect ending to his arc. It sucks he'd, like, die after two movies, but I would have been crying in the theater if that happened. Totally fine if he killed him. Totally fine. Yeah, or at least kill Rose. Kill him off. And fuck Rose are coming out of the woodwork and just sideswiping him and ruining everything. It's like, oh, yeah. great. You killed your – did she die? I hope she died. No, they showed her, like, quasi, like – he called for a medic, and then he was, like, tucking a blanket on her. I hope she dies. At the end. Which, that, that sidetrack here for Sheehan's details corner, at the end when he goes to get the blanket, did you see what else was in that compartment in the Millennium Falcon? I did not. It was all the sacred Jedi books that Ray oh, had yeah, stolen from Luke. Yeah. I did see that. Yes, 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 yes. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. Yoda is right. She does possess everything she needs. That's why Yoda, uh, yeah, he, everything that she needs, she's already got. 
She's got the mm-hmm. fucking books. So good. Yeah. It was so that good. was like such a great little moment. But um and then I'll bring up the what I see a lot of fanboys hating online was the Leia scene when <laughs> she's in space. You don't have and one like of these? Co- I not on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I have it in my in some box in my dad's garage in Florida. I have a couple of lightsabers. I got all my toys uh, here. <laughs> and I get the idea behind that scene that it's I don't know if you ever read any of the old EU books. No. Extended universe books, but that that's something that happened in a bunch of them. Jedi's would be able to like create pockets of air around them in like a moment of Christ. Like they couldn't do it for indefinite, but for the length of that, that should have been fine. I just mm-hmm. think it was shot really weird. There was better ways to shoot it cuz she just looked like a weird Mary Poppins floating back down and if they just shot it better, I would have liked the idea better. Mm-hmm. But I see, I see a lot of people saying that's like the most bizarre force power ever and horrible. Yep. Yep. I agree. What about you? Anything else you didn't like? Benicio del Toro. Uh, I I don't mind his character. I don't mind that. The lisp? Like, why are you throwing in a lisp like that? I don't know. It, it, it reminded it me. Just it re- adds it a reminded little. me of um, was it uh, Silence of the Lambs with Hannibal Lecter? Yes, like that <laughs> freaked me out a little bit. It just didn't need to be there. And he was, I don't. Was it trying? Was it trying to say he was a snake? Because he sounded like a snake, maybe. Maybe. That I mean, that's really loose and, and playing playing fast with the, with the, the character. But I mean, I didn't like it. I, I hit without that. He's okay. He's he's a he's a decent guy. Um, also, there's no fucking way the, the, the Imperial, like, stormtroopers are going to give this guy a break. Like, oh, wait, we're going to give you money and a ship. Like, a, we're going to give you a carton of money and a ship because you told us wh- what these guys' plans are. That's what torture's for. I, I disagree with that because in the original trilogy, they showed, like, Vader was willing to work with bounty hunters and would always pay them and stuff like that. Yeah, but this, this one wasn't a bounty hunter. This is someone they captured. So, I mean, the, the... What they should have offered is like, hey, we're gonna give you, we're gonna let you live and like scoot away. <laughs> Here's this gallons of cash. Yeah, uh, I mean, because yeah, he had n- he that. had nothing to to uh to barter with. The guy, he was like, he wanted to get out of there. He had no he had no like connection with the resistance, so he was just like, yeah, yeah. dude, I don't give a fuck. Let me leave. Here, here they are. Done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were. But t- I, they, I did they, like that they there was never like. They never revealed he had the tattoo of the lapel or, like, the lapel was stolen from him or anything like that. They literally just got the wrong hacker. Yeah. And he figured, sold like, them yeah. out. I figured for sure that maybe he, like, he lost he lost his lapel pin in a, in a gambling debt. Mm-hmm. That, that's 1,000% sure. what I thought when, like, they showed it on the other guy and then Del Toro joined them. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, of course, he's going to, like, mention – he's going to, like, snag it on the way out or something. And it just yeah. never came up. And after I was like, holy shit, they just got the wrong guy. <laughs> yep. No. And again, furthermore, Rose. Fuck you, Rose. Gotcha. Every time Rose Rose spoke, it bothered me. Yeah. I, I liked her a little bit in the beginning with her little hero worship with Finn. Yeah, because she's a I loser. I thought that was like an, well, yeah, I thought that was an interesting character to have. Absolutely. That would be realistic. And then she immediately just started being a bitch. And like... Was yep. super annoying about everything. She was a loser, and um, that should have been it. You should have been just a fangirl. You don't you don't make her into a, a a pivotal role where she ruins the chance to keep your. I mean, this 
if if you blow up that that cannon battering ram, then they have a base. That's yeah. just that's just facts. So they have an actual base. Now they're just on the Millennium Falcon roaming around with no allies that that they know of yet. Yeah, I'm. I feel like they have to do a time jump. And well, like I said, this is the first Star Wars movie that didn't do one. Yeah, but they they which was important. I think it was it was good that they, they didn't do a time jump. There was way too yeah. much to settle. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm excited now. There's just gonna be a time jump. I feel like the Republic will have either gotten back together in some form a little bit to fight it, or the Rebels will have built up another army. Yeah, I'm. I'm I want to see more of an even match though between the Rebels and the First Order. Because as much as I really like where this new trilogy seems to be heading, I there's only so much of like ragtag rebels versus the Empire I can take. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like two giant massive powers going against each other. Yeah, because there's there's a little group of misfits. They can't they can't beat the Empire. They just can't fundamentally fundamentally you can't do it. Yeah, they're gonna fix their shit for sure. All right, anything uh, else at, before Paul we go is into definitely going to be the new general, right? Oh yeah, I think. Now that they killed off Laura, Laura Dern's character, he's going to be the leader of the resistance what in the next movie. What a snobby, stuck-up bitch she was. I I liked how she was, like Laura Dern was portraying her though. Like it was a horrible like she was a bitchy of a character, but Laura Dern was fantastic in that role. It was all set up to be a, just a lesson for Poe. Mm-hmm. How 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 critical is your is is your like drive to give a lesson? Because a lot of people died. Yeah, like two hundred people died. Because at the end they were like, there's like four hundred of us left, and then like a hundred were crammed on the Millennium Falcon. Hundred? I'm thinking well, I'm, twelve. Well, yeah, it, but was, it was like nobody. I feel like it has to have been a hundred because they ca- they can't be like twelve people starting the rebellion. That's not a rebellion. <laughs> They're fucked. That's a, like that's like a really shitty house party in college. Yeah. And but now, oh, but they got the ghost of uh, of of Jedi past with uh, with Luke Skywalker now. I I love that scene. Um, do that's, you what, g- that's what got me in a puddle, really. Do you? All right, should we hop into things we liked? Yes, let's talk about that. All right, so Luke motherfucking Skywalker. I love like it wasn't how I had pictured what Luke would become in these new movies, but it made sense to me that like. He had seen what the dark side did to his family with his father, and it made sense why he would be so afraid of it and, and his nephew and why he would be terrified that Ray immediately wasn't afraid of it. Because in his mind, the dark side automatically corrupts and it's going to like destroy you. And what I think they're going for with her character is that she was able to go to the dark side for a bit, see it, experience it, and it didn't corrupt her light. She just saw mm-hmm. it as another aspect and then left. Yep, Which she's is, learning the whole aspect. She, she, you, you can't learn one without the other. Yes, and right. he, and that, that's he went what, into that when he was like, the Jedi were too strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like the the mosaic tile on the on the uh, in the island mm-hmm. with the water dripping on it was half black and half white, and they all intermingled. Mm-hmm. You you have you have to know both sides. If you if you like turn a blind eye to the dark side, it's gonna come up from besides and, and get you good. So you have to understand what it is, what it can do. That, that's that's what she was doing. She was learning. Mm-hmm. And Luke was just such a chicken shit about it. Which, he was but it running. makes sense, like, from his history. Uh, I, well, well, that's what I like, too, with Yoda coming out of the clouds. Yes. Wasn't that great? Well, that, he, that he, was he came down and was like, scene. hey, Luke, you're you're not a Jedi master. You just killed Darth Vader, which happened to your father. You're still <laughs> pretty fucking novice here because you still you fucked up a lot of people on the way to this journey. <laughs> He but was, I he, love that, though. He, like, he was that, just sitting in exile because mm-hmm. he couldn't know what to do. 
That's not well, a Jedi. For like 20 years, he wasn't in exile. He was rebuilding the Jedi until it all came created, crumbling he down. He created a new uh, supreme leader, so good job, pal. <laughs> yes. Took a little bit of a wrong turn. But I see a lot of people saying the scene with Luke and Leia was like the most emotional, was making them cry. The scene that made me cry with Luke was him and R2. Because the oh, second yeah. he sees R2... Hamill's acting is just phenomenal in that scene. And he becomes like the Luke Skywalker from episode uh, four. He's just like a kid again. Like he seems youthful. It's just seeing an old friend for the first time in a long time. And See, it, it just. It, yeah. It, in my mind, because you know how, how, how Mark Hamill is like maybe the biggest Star Wars fanboy ever. Mm-hmm. In my brain, I was like, you know, what? it'd be really great if like the director just kind of like plopped this on set and didn't show Mark for like Mark hasn't seen R2 in like a deck in, in years. And that was just his natural reaction. I, I it could have easily, been. It easily could have been. And then I love that they played the the clip from Leia from episode four. Yes. And he's like, that's a cheap move, man. Yep. Which also kind of felt was a cheap move. Like, come on, guys. We've but all that, seen that. Don't give, me, don't give me too much nostalgia. But that was... R2 would do that, though. Yeah, We've had classic. R2 in fucking eight movies now. He classic would do R2. That. Nine. He was, he was in uh, Rogue One, right? Oh, we did see him briefly in that one scene. He's the only one that's been in all, all the movies. Mm. And we say he. C three PO. What? C three PO. But he, but he was all. But I think they both have been. Yeah, I'm saying, but C three PO as well. Both of them. Both of them yeah. Yeah. Was, wait, was C three PO in in Rogue One? Yeah, that scene was both of them. It was them like just walking through yes, one of right. the hangars on Yavin. Yep. Yep. We we were talking like the people. There's there's a guy in an outfit and then like a little remote control car. <laughs> But still, I, I just, <laughs> I still love it so much. I know. And then I loved the twist of everyone wanted to see Luke be like this badass Jedi warrior. And they like turned it on its head by he was a complete badass. He force projected himself across the galaxy to stall the First Order. And earlier in the film, I didn't even realize that until I saw it online afterwards, when uh, Kylo and Rey first do their mind meld thing. Kylo says, are you doing this? No, you couldn't. Like, projecting yourself across the galaxy would kill you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Luke did it for, like, 15 straight minutes was incredible. Yep. Makes me think that he was maybe doing that as practice. Like, he's been practicing that. Because, I mean, you can't... You'd go crazy if you sat on the island by yourself with those, like, non-monsters. I think... I feel like he's I don't been, think he's he been was, like, in disguise. He, I feel like, he, well, I feel he, to, like he's he told Ray he's... He shut himself off from the force, and she couldn't feel it. Feel him through ah, the force. True, true. But how do you how do you do that? Like, if without practicing. I I don't. I mean, I don't know. I know I've read a bunch of the extended universe that aren't canon anymore. And in those, Luke was like the greatest Jedi ever. He became like he ended up being the chosen one and was the most amazing person. So mm-hmm. if in the thirty years between. Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, Luke was that. I could see him knowing how to do that and just deciding after he failed, he was just going to shut himself off and go wait to die. True. But that's guessing on my part. It's hearsay. Yeah. I li- hey, it's a theory. I like it. I like theories. Yes. That's all we have. What did you think of the Snoke throne room scene? We got to talk about that. I have opinions on that one. Okay, go. What are they? First off, it was going great. It was it was it was very reminiscent of of obviously it was they were doing it intentionally to like um 
uh, for Return of the Jedi when Darth Vader finally turns and saves his son. Mm-hmm. I I was sitting there thinking like, all right, well this is getting too repetitive, but I like it because I don't. I I think Kylo Ren does. He he, he still had a good side in him. That's why he didn't kill his mother. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I was then I was like, all right, cool. But then how he did it, he turned the the lightsaber next to Snoke, and then he killed him. Like Snoke is very very aware of what's going on in everyone's brain. Extremely I, aware. I think he's aware. Of, like he got like top line impressions of what the person was gonna do, and that's why I liked that Kylo as he was doing it was doing it towards Ray as well. Yeah. Snoke yeah. was like, I see you. Like I feel your resolve against your one true enemy. I feel that you're raising your lightsaber up or you're like turning the lightsaber towards your enemy as the lightsaber would turn. He's like, and you will ignite it through your true enemy. And but then that Snoke lightsaber. His, but, but was Snoke his true enemy? I think in that moment. I don't he, know. I think in that moment he saw like that Snoke was and he wants to, he still wants to be bad. He doesn't want to be a Sith. Mm-hmm. But the Sith way was that the apprentice had to kill the master at some point or they would eventually die themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think he was like, I'm just going to kill him and then I'll start my own thing. Yeah, because I was, I was kind of thrown after he killed him. I was like, all right, fuck yeah. And then they killed the red robot people, which Th- that was, they were, they that were very fight, good. Yes, but, and that fight scene too was probably in my Mount Rushmore of scenes from Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting there. I caught myself because you know how when you're like in a movie and then you realize what you're doing and then you kind of like snap out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there like just like my mouth open, my eyes bolt like bolted open. I was like, I I was I barely was barely breathing mm-hmm. through the whole Snoke like dying thing, and then I I, I kind of snapped out. I was like, but wait a minute, the, somebody's gonna die here because they're not gonna just walk off with holding hands, you know? Yeah. And so I thought that during the fight. Either Ray or Kylo were gonna get you know stabbed to death, mm-hmm. but they didn't. But instead just, they fought. Yeah. Instead they fought over this guy and like snap. And they apparently I've that was I didn't like that. I, I didn't like how that was the resolve of of the whole deal. Like they they snapped the lightsaber in half and knocked them both unconscious, and Ray well, got in the X day pod. They snapped the lightsaber half, and then like the next. Uh, Second was the kamikaze attack, so I think that's what really knocked them up unconscious. You think? Yeah, because how it Cause was it's timed, a lot of force there. The, a lot we, of force to. Well, yes, but like how it was timed, they showed them like blowed back from the lightsaber snapping, and then the next, the very next scene is the kamikaze. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which that scene, the use of no sound, it goes completely silent. That beautiful. The most beautiful scene in any Star Wars movie, or. In, Maybe in any movie this year, I'd argue. And I mean, I I can't think of it's another up there. scene. It's up yeah. there. But I loved it because I I went opening night, and you're, I'm always worried about going opening night with people clapping and cheering. And mm-hmm. but I had such I a good theater shit. experience. It was just completely silent during that, and you could hear good. one little kid, like somewhere in the theater, just went, "Oh wow." And, like, <laughs> that was, like, his Star Wars moment. That kid's going to grow up remembering that scene, and that's when that little kid fell in love with Star Wars. And that was such a cool experience to have. Which is a great scene to fall in love with it, because I did, all yeah. over again. Because uh, that reminded me, whenever whenever they... It's, it was a throwback to all the moments they ever went to hyperspeed, and I'm like, well, dude, 
yeah, they can account for planets, but they can go through shit. Like, how do they not hit things? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Answer Which, the question. They can hit things, and it fucks things up. It yeah. was it was amazing. Yes, and I also see a bunch of nerds online, well, fanboys online, complaining about that. But once why? Again, well, they're like, well, why doesn't they, why don't they always do that against capital ships or like the Death Star or something? And that's answered in the old extended books and in the new books that are actually canon, which is there are actual systems that you can create like artificial gravity wells, so these ships can't go into light speed like that. But the First okay. Order didn't uh, have theirs on because they were trying to bait them into going light speed. All right, so it I'll makes tell you sense. What, my, my, um, my logical theory of someone who deals with you know logistics and money and wasting and like being have an actual brain. If I'm the rebellion, I'm not gonna waste my biggest fucking ship by blowing it through their big ship because then I'm left with nothing. Yeah. Correct. That's also that's also true, but I, I don't. I, I mean, the rebellion doesn't it. have a lot of money. <laughs> Fair. I was just addressing it because I saw a lot of people hating it on Reddit and on Twitter, and I was like, "You guys are idiots." Yeah, but well, no, that's because I've I mean, read like thirty Star Wars books because I was a nerd as a kid. Because because those people are idiots. I'm like, hey, you you've got three tanks and a bunch of guns, and they have fifty tanks. If you can waste your three tanks on taking out three of their tanks, is that really worth it? Because they still have 47 tanks, and then you're left with guns. Yeah. Not worth it. No, not at all. No. So, fuck you, nerds. All right. Any other uh, scenes you want to talk uh, talk about? Yes, yes. What? I have to talk about, this is like slightly detailed slash incredibly beautiful, the red salt of that last planet. Yes. Made for maybe the most beautiful sequence of events I have ever seen. Starting from when the guy walked out. I was very confused at first when he walked out. I'm like, who is this man and why is he bleeding everywhere? Mm-hmm. And then they like, licked it. I'm like, why is he licking blood? <laughs> I had no idea. And then he said salt. I'm like, oh, okay, Himalayan pink salt, maybe. Sure, why not? Yeah. And then the 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 the, uh, the fighter is dragging. Incredible visual there, although very telling of where they're gonna go. Bullseye on their backs. Um, <laughs> although I fe- I the thought they were marks, doing that. Sorry, uh, just to interrupt for a second. I thought they were yep, doing that yep. to create the smoke flu- like fumes to like so that the first order couldn't just shoot all the like infantrymen. I thought they were trying to yeah, create was... like a smoke screen. No, it was made clear because when um when Finn was having a hard time stabilizing, that's t- that's how they worked. They oh, they were that's draggers. True. Fuck. All right. Yeah. You're right. So that that was necessary for them to be like accurate, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when the when they when they blast hit the ground, it was giant like red puffs. So I was already in love with it at that point, but the one that really knocked me head over heels was afterwards when they blew the hole through the uh, the wall, and the stormtroopers are are like marching through the uh, the door, and it's like scorched red, melted like lines, just like a lot. So red and black scorched lines with these white stormtroopers walking over it, stunning. Yes. Did Put you that also? On a poster. Did you notice? I, I think you might have just because you're the king of little details. When Luke was walking out through that onto the sand, he no did real. not leave any. Yeah, he did not leave any footprints. Mm-hmm. I picked up on that one. After yeah. fact. Yeah, after I only fact. realized it after, and then I'm 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 going to see this movie at least one more time in IMAX, so I'll look for it again then. Yeah, I saw I saw it in IMAX as well, but I mean, I, you weren't looking for it, but then after fact, I was thinking back because bullshit. He could not hand Leia the uh, the the 
dice, the mirror dice, whatever you want to call it. If he didn't really, if he wasn't really there, correct? Well, I think he like that was how strong can, he can was. He create he could mass? I think he could actually physically interact with the world, and that's why it was draining him so much. He dies at the end, or he becomes okay. one. Of the I, I thought he died because he, he released because he finally did something good that he was happy, he was proud of. I think he, he was probably could have regret. like. I think he, I think it's probably a combination of both. He okay. may have been able to fight and like stay alive, but he knew he had gotten them away, gotten them safe. And the last thing the rebels actually saw, besides Leia and Rey, who could feel it through the Force. They all saw him take these like lightning bolt or blaster bolts from the sky and walk out perfectly fine. So the mm-hmm. legend of yep. Luke Skywalker lives on that he is like this skyrockets. He like yeah, they shot him with a thousand bolts and their their supreme leader had to fi- he himself had to come down to battle Luke while the rebellion was able to get away. Yep. That's going to inspire a whole new generation, as you see with the last scene, that little kid telling the story to his friends. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, when he says he, he would not be the last Jedi, mm-hmm. and it goes to Leia, not Leia, Jesus Christ, Rey, mm-hmm. Rey is not the last Jedi. Who? Did you notice that? What do you mean? That little boy at the end, he's the last Jedi. Well, I think they were saying, I think Luke was saying he's not going to be the last. Ray knows like a little bit about it, has the sacred text, and there's other force sensitive people. The Jedi Order mm-hmm. will survive through Ray and others that she decides to help teach as well. But did, did but did you see what that boy did? Well, yeah, he fo- he, yeah, he force pulled the broom. But I think I mean I think uh, obviously Foreshadow big, much? Come on. A big theme of this movie, and they literally say it at times, is that you have to let the past die. And this was finally Luke, Lucasfilm being like Star Wars is going to move on from the sky, from only being about the Skywalker family. Ray turned out to be a nobody. This kid is a random slaver boy. Like, it's going to be about the next generation and all these new Jedi. So no Jedi. Maybe they're going to rename it. They're going to rebrand. I think they'll keep Jedi. Jedi is a solid branding. Nah, nah <laughs> they got to rebrand because if, if unless, unless you don't, because I mean, Jedi... Jedi turn into the Sith. That's just part of it. So you can't get rid of the Sith without getting rid of the Jedi. I think, I mean, I, I just think from a tactical gonna, standpoint or like a logical standpoint, Disney is not going to let them name it anything other than Jedi because we true. grew up, kids grew up wanting to be Jedi in the yeah. real world. That's just not going to go away. So I think they'll well, just, no, they're, they're, in the they're, movies, they'll make it a more holistic thing where people experience both sides. Maybe. I think, I think they're going to like reference Jedi. But I think they're going to move away from it entirely, like like in Rogue One. Yeah, I think uh, once again, going to my extended knowledge, um, but in the books and stuff, and even in the um, Rebels TV show, there are gray Jedi who left the Order and they still fight for good, but they they don't follow like the Jedi religion. Okay. So I think that's what maybe, they want to get to. It. They might never use the term gray Jedi, but I think that's what they'll they'll go to. All right. All right. Any other scenes that I liked? Yeah. Other than all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I think I think that's. I, I mean, overall, liked it. L- loved it actually. Yeah. It has it had some issues. We we can agree on that. No movie's perfect, especially a movie with this much hype and this much backing behind it. Yes. It's, I I do there's think gonna, there's gonna be nitpickers. I think the oh. critics' reviews are too overwhelmingly glowing. 
And I think that's going to upset a lot of people because they're going to read it as, like, the greatest thing since Empire. And, I mean, Empire is, like, it, nothing's that's... ever going to live up to that because of nostalgia and it is such an amazing film. Greatest sequel ever, of course. Yes. So, um, let's hop into the no, writer's but, yeah, but, but what bothers me about this, though, we talked about it before, is critics, they, they're either like, this is the greatest movie of all time or it sucked. There's no more in between. And that's, yes. that's bullshit. You can have a good movie with flaws. You just, that's just, you can have that. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. I mean, I hate how the critics are, are, are blown up over it, calling it like glowing reviews, and then all the, uh, the internet critics are like, well, no, it was not perfect. I hate it. It ruined the franchise. No. It was a good movie this, that's, I'm excited what's going to come next now. And that's. One more. Yeah. You got you one more movie. To, it's probably going to be a four-hour movie, which I love. Oh, fuck yes. And then I nice. also love that they, they gave uh, Ryan Johnson a whole separate trilogy, not attached to the main movies. Yeah, which I'm super pumped what he's gonna do in just a weird little court like corner of the Star Wars universe. Just for the graph, the, the like I said, the the idea to make the red sand what it was, that kind of stuff. Give me that all day long. And the kamikaze ship like that. Yeah, that was beautiful. Oh, one more thing, I hate to end it on a bad note, but did you did you think that there was too much like like kitschy little like humor funny parts? Yeah, I the only time I thought that because I mean Star Wars and even Empire has a ton of corny. Cheesy yep. humor, that is part of the series. Part of it. The it's only part of it, time yeah. I, th- I thought like the humor didn't really fit with the scene was the very first scene when Poe is on the phone with Hux and like making weird phone jokes and it ends with a your mom joke. And I felt like that was weird in Star Wars. That felt like that should be in a Marvel movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Disney. Um, yeah. It was – that one was weird, sure, but I, I enjoyed it because it, it, was, it was right up front in the beginning – it, it was it kind of set the tone it was it was fun because everyone was happy to be there thrilled to be there i was happy to laugh at it too um there was one there was two two instances where i didn't like it and when one minor one was when they're running through the casino and like they're they run past a fat lady and she was like Whoa! oh yeah. yeah it was real quick real stupid didn't really matter i don't know why i brought it up i just didn't like it uh more importantly though was the last part when Poe was giving the orders and everyone looked to Leia and she says, what are you looking at me for? Well, bitch, because you're, you're the general. Like, you're the, yeah. you're the leader. You're the leader of the you. resistance. Yeah. This is the time to properly pass it off to Poe. Yes. And they, they, it was a very important scene, and I didn't like how they made light of it. I, I wouldn't even say that, like, both of those, I wouldn't say is, like, really... Well, the first one, a little bit. But neither of those, I'd say, was the, like, cheesy humor either. It yeah. was just poor writing. I noticed some yes. of the movie, it Poor was writing. written beautifully, and then some of it was not well done. So, well, I mean, at best. yeah. Well, then, that, that, we can agree, that was a very important moment. Oh, absolutely. And the cheaping it's... it like that was just weird. Mm-hmm. So, let's hop but, into like the, the uh, yeah. writer's room? Writer's room. Let's, let's go, go into writer's, writer's room. room. Yeah, sorry. Um, I don't, I don't I, think I have much... Yeah, mine is the, on, the only thing I'd really change is the Finn and Rose side plot, which is they, they, we got to do something about that side plot because I, I think we've talked about it a ton already. But the fact that everything okay. happens and fails and they're responsible for like 300 people dying because of miscommunication mm-hmm. is the stupidest thing in the world. Ryan, right. Ryan Johnson's a better writer than that. He should have been able to figure out a better reason. Here, here's me. I kill her. I kill Rose uh, on her home planet poetic 
She 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 gets killed during the escape. Mm-hmm. So she she's happy because she she gets to 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 ruin their their glorious lives of people she hates. Mm-hmm. And it, she does it for a good reason. Just kill her there. Perfect. And then you kill Finn at the end because that would have been great too. Yes. You can and that would have been like the for good reasons. And that would have been the perfect sacrifice if like he realized that this was all for nothing and he because he brought that hacker like hundreds mm-hmm. of rebels died who didn't need to die. Him dying is the fucking perfect end to his arc. Exactly. No, he rectifies his poor decisions. Perfectly. We just fixed it. Yeah. Other than that, though, I, I love the rest of the movie. Yeah, like I said, my, my biggest gripe was definitely with the whole uh, that that whole Rose and Finn thing. All right. Well, didn't need to be there. Let's hop in. We fixed it. <laughs> let's hop into our official reviews then. Uh, okay. Those of you listening at home know we rate things on a three-pronged scale. We do our critical, look at through the lens of a reviewer, our entertainment, which is how much did we enjoy it, would we rewatch it, that type of stuff, and then our pairing, which is what we're going to drink if we're going to rewatch it. So let's go with – this is going to be easy, but entertainment. Let's start with entertainment. You go first, Sheehan. Five. <laughs> All right. Five lightsabers. That's what it is. Five lightsabers for me too. Five lightsabers. Wait, speaking of which, um, really quick, really glad we got to see the green lightsaber light up in the flashbacks. That yep. was amazing. Nice. I actually I forgot that we hadn't seen that in forever. Yeah. You know? I'm getting goosebumps again. Um, <laughs> all right. On to our critical score. What do you got for it? Well. Oh shit. Sorry. I was just reminded by someone. I want to talk about something else. We sorry. We step back. The the um. The animals. I the, love the, them. The, yeah, but you know, like the the giant like horses. Mm-hmm. With the big ears. Yeah. Are you are you a fan of Pokemon? Not since like red and blue version. Yeah. Well, that was fucking Eevee to a T. Oh, yes. It was it was Eevee, right? That was a Pokemon. That's awesome. And then and then the the the, the crystal critters at the end. That was oh. an Eevee uh, evolution of the electric one. Yeah, that was um one. Zapirion or Zaporion. Whatever. Or something, yeah, something like yeah. that. Zappy. Yeah. Wh- why did Pokemon get into this? I was okay with it though. They they looked awesome. No, I think they were beautiful. I I thought they were great, but it was I was like I was like some bitch. That's Eevee. Like that's. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Pokemon talk. <laughs> on Sorry, to our critical yeah. scores. What are you going to do? I just got to... Oh, yeah. Critically... Uh, honestly, because I, I did have some issues. Eh, 80... 86. 86? 86. I can't go 90s. I, can't, yeah. I, I just can't. Because... I've, I've had mine, and I I agree with you. I had some issues. So the, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to go 90s. The only movie out of any of the Star Wars I'd give in the 90s to is Empire. But this, uh, I'm, I was going to go sure. 83. It's a solid movie. Okay. It's a good movie. I loved it. So cool. what's that so come out to? Uh, 80, 84 overall? Yeah. That sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, reasonable. Me too. It's not going to win any awards. Mostly because they don't really ever... And there was no, there was no performance in there that really like knocked my socks off. They actually, it might win they, like they technical awards. 
They, uh, they, I was going to correct myself. They, they, they should win cinematography of some sort, or be at least nominated because, like I said, for that, for the Red Salt alone, mm-hmm. was incredible. I can't, I can't stop, like, I can't stop like praising that whole scene. <laughs> yes, and I also loved uh, William's score for this. I, I was very disappointed in his score for The Force Awakens, but this, it sounded like Star Wars music again, and I love that. It was perfect, perfect Star Wars. Yeah. Classic Williams. <laughs> Classic Williams. Classic Williams. All right. Let, that wraps up our review of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Oh, wait. We Should have to we... do our, our, uh, our, our uh, pairings. Oh, fuck. That does not wrap up our review of Star <laughs> Wars The Last Jedi. All right. What are you drinking with it? I'm going to drink a nice glass of blue milk. That's, <laughs> that's what Luke drank oh, in the fuck. first. That was gross. Yeah, he drank it in the first movie too, and then you see him get it right from the teat in this one. So I'm that just gonna so enjoy gross, a nice dude. glass of blue milk. It, it, zooming in on his crusty beard with that is oh, like, yeah. disgusting. Actually, a blue Russian. I'll make it a blue Russian. All right. What about you? I was gonna, I was gonna say you, you need to buckle up and watch it with a nice glass of water because you don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> fair. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Very you fair. Wanna have, I... You want to have your 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 wits about you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Maybe Mountain at least Dew the first like six times you watch it. After that, maybe you can get a drink. Yeah, bump up the Mountain Dew. <laughs> so all the nerds all right. out there will love that. Now that like wraps me. up our review of Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Now we're done. All right, let's hop into mm. our weekly recommendations. Uh, what have all you right, been watching? Ahead. What have you been listening to? Oh, me. All right. Yeah. I can go first. I. What was I gonna? I'm, I'm blanking. I'm panicking. I, I had something earlier. I don't remember what it is. I'm going to go with Deadwood Season Panic, 2. Panic, freak out. <laughs> I was, I was panicking. Uh, Deadwood Season Get 2. Get ready for that, uh, that movie? Yeah. I just started the second season, and the show is so goddamn good. It, in my mind, it is the best show that HBO has put out. It's better than The Wire. It's better than Westworld. It's better than Game of Thrones. It's better than Sopranos. It's just, it's so okay. fucking good. Every scene, every episode, it doesn't drag at all. All right, cool. What about you? Ah, I like that. Me, um, I wanted to go see The Disaster Artist. Oh. Imagine that if we, if we like, you know, maybe review that next week. I, 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 I who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 you saw it last week. Mm-hmm. And I saw it, I saw it like, yesterday, and... Boy, was it sad. Yes, but I, a good movie. It was very good. But boy, did I feel I felt sad. I felt pretty emotional about it. Maybe it was just like a puddle from leftover from from Star Wars too. But like, damn, I felt bad when this guy was in the, in the, at the end, just watching people laugh at his movie. But it, it turned so, out man. great because now it's been it's yeah. been in theaters for fourteen years. Like, no movie has done that. He grossed eighteen hundred dollars opening weekend. <laughs> I, I love the, the 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 subtitle at the end. Oh, it said, "Yeah, he paid to keep it in the theaters for two weeks to be, uh, to be um, <laughs> eligible uh, at, for the Academy. It? Eligible for the Academy Awards." I was like, "You, you cocky piece of shit! Look at you." <laughs> That's he was incredible. In a, he was on a different planet. And I, I, as a huge movie fan, I have never seen this movie. I have never felt like it more in the dark because I. I I didn't feel like going out going out and watching the original. Oh, the you room. gotta watch like especially now that you know the. I'm backstory. gonna watch it now. Yes, I'm gonna watch it now for if, sure. I know you're you're a little bit ways out, but if you can get to New York at all, 
they have midnight screenings, like in theaters still. And it's I'm thinking about it's it, a actually. fucking treat. I'm uh after my like holiday vacation, I'm going to see it with some friends just because they they hadn't yeah. seen it, but they saw a disaster artist and they're like, no way, the movie's really that bad, and I cannot wait to see their faces. Yours too. I I need a review from you from that at the end. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you what it's gonna be. A plus. Wow. Just <laughs> just wow. All right. All right. So does that wrap it up? That wraps up this week. Next week, guys, Beautiful. we will be reviewing The Disaster Artist. So Yay. get ready. We'll have, we'll have Jimmy back, too. Yes. Yes, we will. All right. We'll have our tech guy back running the show. It'll be great. Bye, guys. All right. Well, hey, thanks. See you later.